British Columbia is shifting into its next phase in the vaccine rollout, allowing people to book their appointments online. The provincial government wants people to register first to get a confirmation code, then book an appointment for a shot when they are contacted by email, text, or phone. To talk more about this and COVID-19 in Kamloops overall, please to welcome to the show Kamloops Medical Health Officer, Dr. Carol Fenton. Dr. Fenton, how are you here this afternoon? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well as well. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time. Um, I guess the big news on the COVID front today is probably the fact that people can now start booking vaccines online, registering to uh, get themselves in the system, and then they'll be contacted uh, for for when their vaccine time comes around. Um, I guess just curious to get your thoughts on the vaccine rollout moving to online. Do you think this will make things a little bit smoother here in the Kamloops area to get people, you know, booked in and, and not having to, you know, wait on the call service at this time? Yes, I certainly hope so. I know we've been doing the best we can with what we had until we have this service available and we'll see how it goes. Perfect. Well, um, I, I mean, have you been seeing pretty smooth uh, rollouts when it comes to what's been going on on the phone? I know things were a little bit um, tough right off the top. It seemed to be not so bad in the interior compared to other jurisdictions of the province. But, um, you know, have things been going fairly smoothly from what you have been hear- hearing in terms of, you know, those who are in the age-based rollout being able to call in and book their spots? I would say the roll-up's been going really well. We've been really successful. We're getting, you know, vaccines into arms. I don't know if I would characterize it as smooth. <laughs> we're, you know, working as hard and fast as we can, but I'm really proud of uh, my team and what, what we've been able to do together. Yeah, and you would say, or would you say, excuse me, that, you know, things are kind of on track, we're on schedule for the most part. We haven't really seen any hiccups from what I can, I can tell uh, in Kamloops specifically anyway. I mean, it's really hard to say what the schedule is since, you know, our goal is to vaccinate as many people as possible. And, um, you know, you will have seen that the, the province has been accelerating some of the age timelines, which means, you know, we're doing really well. We're getting the vaccines to the people who want them. And in Kamloops specifically, we're doing an average of 300 people a day on the weekends and 500 people a day on the weekdays. And I say that that's really good. Now, I guess, what would be your your message to anybody who is looking to get online and register? I'm, I'm curious if, you know, when, when we were doing the call-ins, you know, it was being recommended, hey, wait for your turn. Don't be calling before you are scheduled to be in line for the vaccine just to make sure the phone lines can remain open and people who are calling in don't have to sit on hold for long periods of time. Is that message still applicable to online booking or does that change a little bit now that we have this online service? Uh, so it should change uh, because the online service should allow people to go on, register, and then wait for their notification so they won't have to keep trying and all of that frustration with the phone line. So it should it should make things easier for folks, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get some good feedback. Yeah, perfect. Well, today is day one, so we'll see how things go. Um, sticking with vaccines as well, and you probably can't speak too, too much to this, but just the fact that pharmacies are now getting on board. We heard from the Minister of Health that uh, we should be seeing the AstraZeneca AstraZeneca vaccine being offered in pharmacies in the Kamloops area starting sometime this week. I'm just curious, you know, how critical is having sort of this additional vaccine program for people aged 55 to 65, kind of having that running on the side? How critical is that in in terms of 
like making sure shots are in arms within an appropriate amount of time, not having to wait until, you know, later in the summer. I think as it stands right now, we're hoping to have everyone vaccinated by, you know, late June, early July at the latest. Um, so how, how important is it to have these kinds of side programs working alongside the, you know, Pfizer, Moderna vaccine programs as well? It's really important, you know, keeping in mind that our goal is to get everyone who wants a vaccine access to one as fast as possible. So this just opens that up wider and allows us to do that faster. And, you know, the working age population are the ones in our community that have the most social contacts and, and are the ones most likely to spread vaccines. So the faster we can get them vaccinated, the better we're all off. And do you have a message, anyone out there who is in that, you know, 55 to 65 category that will have that potential to to book a vaccine through a pharmacy in the coming days? There was obviously a lot of concern that seemed to be out there in the public related to the potential for, for blood clots from the AstraZeneca vaccine, although it seems to be a very, 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 very minimal chance that there is, you know, much of a link between the two issues. But that being said, I guess, would you tell anyone who is sort of in that category that might have the potential to book pretty soon that it is safe and they should go about doing it if they have that opportunity? Absolutely. You know, the best vaccine is the first one you can get. And all of the vaccines we have available to us are 100% effective against hospitalization and death. And so getting that protection for yourself from the COVID infection is really important. And I can tell you that our regulatory bodies, Health Canada and on the provincial level, are just taking an extra cautious approach so that we're, we know that we're being safe as we roll this out as fast as we can. And so, you know, if you're eligible for that vaccine, it means it's safe for you. All right. I think that's a good message. I was surprised when it first opened up in the lower mainland how there didn't seem to be any hesitance within that age group to be able to call and get one. They booked up real, real really, really fast. So I, I thought that was good to see because I was wondering what the hesitance would look like. And I imagine we'll see similar trends uh, here in Kamloops that we saw in the mainland when things started popping up there last week. I, I did want to get just your thoughts on, uh, you know, variant cases from what I'm seeing right now and even just COVID-19 overall in the interior and in Kamloops it's felt like we've done a pretty good job as the numbers have continued to rise in terms of new case counts it hasn't been ballooning the same way here in in the interior here in in Kamloops Thompson and is there anything that can be attributed to that are we just kind of lucky at this point Uh, just any ideas why we've been able to kind of keep our numbers somewhat down I know they've gone up slightly but we're not seeing the same spikes that we are in other places of the province you know, it's really hard to, uh, you know, explain something that's not happening. Um, you know, it could be that, you know, we learned, um, you know, how to really adhere to all of the prevention measures really well when we had an increase in January, February that was above, you know, everyone else in the interior as well. So we had to buckle down and, and do what we needed to do. And so that may, um, you know, that, that reminder, that, that extra vigilance may be protecting us now. But, you know, we know that we're not a closed community, especially Kamloops. We're on the highway. People are traveling through. So we need to remain vigilant until we're told that we don't need to anymore. And, and how much is that? 
even more critical right now as we're dealing with the variants, right? The variants of concern are clearly something that everyone's paying attention to. And the, the Brazilian one seems to be the, 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 the most concerning of the variants that do exist. Sounds to me like the UK one, although more infectious, isn't necessarily more severe or more deadly. But the, the Brazilian one is definitely one that uh, I hear more concerns about. Um, just how important is it to make sure we are being, being digilent, especially as we deal with these variant cases, to make sure that they do um, not come in to the Kamloops area. I mean, once once they show up, it'll probably be hard to eradicate them. So just how critical is this time right now? Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. So all of the prevention measures that have been in place are the same measures against the variants. The only difference is that the variants being more uh, contagious or more transmissible, our margin of error gets smaller. So you know, if you're not wearing your mask properly or you touched your mask without washing your hands, and, and, you know, the, the, the small areas where, you know, we're mostly doing things right, but we may, you know, not entirely be doing them right, that's where the variants can get through. So we need to really, you know, watch our friends and, and check each other and make sure that we're all, you know, adhering to the correct procedures. Uh, I wanted to ask as well, while I had you just quickly, I know we've pretty much had this exact same conversation a number of times, but just school exposures. I wanted to just quickly double back to spring break. We talked uh, a little bit before spring break and just making sure people were doing things outside. And you had a pretty good message at that point in time about how to make sure you were, you know, having your break and having it safely. It doesn't seem like we see see too many issues within schools coming out of spring break. I don't wonder if Easter will prove a little bit different, but uh, were you happy to see just sort of the, the exposure levels kept to a minimum coming out of spring break? And um, were you at all surprised by that? Uh, well, I'm not surprised because, as I mentioned, you know, we as a community learned through January and February what we needed to do. And so everyone knows what to do. Um, and we're always watching to make sure that that's not changing, but I'm really glad that people are getting outside and doing things safely. So we just need to continue doing that while we roll out the vaccine. All right. Well, I think I'll, I'll wrap it up there. We do have a, a cup, one new exposure event listed today. But uh, again, I, I just looked at the overall numbers of exposures. What we saw after Christmas, we're not seeing anything close to that after spring break. And wonder if it'll change with Easter, because obviously that's more of a holiday where people actually get together with family and have meals and things like that inside. So that may change as we kind of continue it through on this week. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll not cross our fingers that that is not the case. Um, anything else that uh, you have? Have to add dr fenton while i have you on the line no i think we were pretty comprehensive today perfect i like it well thank you as always for the time appreciate it and we'll do it again soon of course talk to you later awesome stuff thanks so much that is cam medical health officer dr carol fenton